we we know you're not g- gonna go be buyers uh, at three and five, but the question of are they sellers is still hyper relevant mm. as we are now less than 24 hours away from the NFL's trade deadline. And to discuss this uh, along with some other stuff, it's our ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter. He joins us courtesy of Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. Adam, welcome back to the show. It is a uh, it's an interesting Monday uh, because the vibes are pretty high. The Broncos did something they had not done since September of 2015. That's beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I'll just kind of give you the floor. Um, what did you make of what happened yesterday? I make that it shows that they're making progress here, right? Like they closed the gap on the Chiefs a few weeks back. And yesterday they bridged it even more and beat them. And it was an impressive showing. And, and I just think when you win a game like that against a team that you've lost 16 straight against, it shows that you're, you know, you're moving in, in, in the right direction. You make some good things happen. And so things are starting to take hold. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, I, I thought it was encouraging for them. Adam, how will, they, how will the Denver Broncos handle the trade deadline with a win like this? Um, well, I, I don't. I don't know that it changes all that much, right? It's, uh, <laughs> uh, well, basically, it's a situation where they're going to keep li- keep listening. And if they get an offer, if they get a big offer on somebody, you know, I think they have to entertain. They're, but we said this before, they're not just going to give away people. They're not doing that, okay? If they get an offer, a compelling offer for a player. I don't care who it is. You know, that's something you have to consider. But they're not looking to just shed players or salaries or anything like that. If there's something that they believe will make the team better, they'll do it. They'll do it. And if it's not, you know, and, and you know, we, we can apply that to Jerry Judy or Colton Sutton or any other player you want to bring up, right? Like, they're not looking to trade the guy. But if some team comes out and gives them what they believe to be a fair suitable offer for a player like that, they'll do it. But they're not going to do it. Just, you know, we want to get rid of this guy, and we don't like how he acted that Thursday night in Kansas City. We're going to move on. They're not looking to unload players, but they are looking to make strong deals. Mm. Adam, with that being said also, do you feel like, in your opinion, Sean Payton trusts Russell? Why wouldn't he? Hmm. Well, it, I mean, what, 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 why, what? I'm, I'm just curious why you're asking that. Like, what, what, what evidence do you have that he doesn't? Well, here, well, with me, it's like at the beginning of the year, Russell was throwing 34 times a game. Now they finally found a recipe to throw two to- 22 times, 19 times, and run the ball. With that well, being I, said, I, I, oh, go ahead. I, I don't think that's reflective in his trust. I, I don't think it's reflective of his trust. I think it's him figuring out what they need to do to win the games. Like, you know, Javante Williams has come on. He's played better. Mm. I, I, don't, I, I don't view it. That, I haven't viewed it that way. Maybe, maybe that is the case, but that's not the way I viewed it. Yeah, so we're, like, we're, we're basically seeing just like a shift, and I know Phil just alluded to it. Like If you look yeah. at the start of the season, it's 38 passes, 34, 32, and then in, in, you know, you've been com- really competitive for three straight weeks, and it's been you know, passing attempts of you know, 22 and 19, and, and, and we're just trying to figure out. You know, Adam. It, well, and, well, but also, also well, just trying to think, were they down? Well, they were down big in Miami, so that would necessitate throwing the ball as much as they did. 
Yeah. Right? But I guess they were, they were winning the first two games. Yeah. 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 That's and a, maybe 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 there's something there. And I I I just I don't view that a not trusting Russell is just like when you're the lead you should be holding on to it. It didn't work, so they got to do different things. I I don't know. It's interesting. It's an yeah. interesting point, Phil. But I I didn't think about it in that way. Like. Yeah. Oh, I don't trust Russell. I'm going to be running the football now. Yeah, well, well, I'll tell you, believe me, we've been talking about that a lot through the last couple of weeks here in Denver of like, what is, you know, the future of this relationship? And and I know we're kind of going down a rabbit hole here, but that is one of the biggest overarching themes uh, here in Denver, Colorado, Adam. It's like, it's it's the future of this relationship and the money that kicks in for 2025 if Russell is uh, here at the start of the new league year this offseason. So in some ways, it feels like a two-year commitment. And with everything that comes with it financially, we're still trying to, like, diagnose what the forecast is for Russell and Denver beyond the season. Um, and outside wins and losses, I think it's still uh, one of the biggest storylines um, he- here in Denver. It's fair, you know, because the quarterback obviously is always so important. And Denver invested an awful lot in Russell, and you're waiting to see. But I, I, I do think when you watch it, it feels like it feels to me like Russell's played better. Um, so I don't know. Like their what's their record right now? They're three and five. Yep. Yeah. So they get nine games to go, and there's a lot that'll be determined during those nine games. So I guess I'd be curious to see how how he and they play over the course of nine games again. You know, the fact of the matter is they're three and five, so yeah. no denying it. They got embarrassed in Miami. It was terrible. But, again, it's it, you go back to the beginning of the year, like they should have won at least one, maybe both the first two games. Yeah. And how different how different would things be if they were, you know, four and four or even flip it and go five and three? Like, you know, like it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it, it, it's unfortunate for them, but that's where they're at. Yeah. Uh, Adam, shifting gears here, and thanks again for your time, uh, our ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter joining us courtesy of Twin Peaks. Um, are we going to see future Hall of Fame running back Derrick Henry moved, do you think? I don't think so. Um, and, again, the reason I say that, look, number one, I want to preface it by saying anything's always possible, things happen, things change. But if Derrick Henry were going to be traded, the best chance to have that happen would have been for him to restructure his deal by 4 p.m. Eastern today. Um, and, and he didn't do that. So it's a case where if that deal had been restructured by then, then yeah, he, he, you know, he'd have been traded, but now the deal is not restructured. So any team that trades for him, if that were even to happen, would have to absorb his full five and a half million dollars left in the contract. And, First and foremost, half the teams in the league can't do that. And the other half may not even have a need of running back. So the way that I would say it is that it was a long shot that he was going to be traded, but those chances diminished even more once 4 p.m. Eastern today, 2 p.m. Mountain Time came and went without that contract being restructured. Adam, with the brutal news to Kirk Cousins, what do the Vikings have to do now? <laughs> you know, the... Uh, You know, it's it's sort of like the Jets when you lose Aaron Rodgers. Like, you're you're not going to get somebody like that again. You're just not. And you're left to kind of go to the guys that are on your roster 
at that point in time. And so right now they have um, Jaron Hall, their rookie. Uh, they have Nick Mullins on IR, and they got Sean Mayne on the mm. practice squad. So like th- those are their um, those are their three options. They're looking around. Like I still think they'll make a move. Okay. Um, but you're, you're just not gonna, uh, you know, you're not gonna get a guy like that to come. It's just you lose a guy. It's a gut punch to the organization. Yeah. You know, you take the starting quarterback of any team. There aren't a lot that can withstand that. You know, Indianapolis right. lost Anthony Richardson. He was a rookie. They placed him with Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew been pretty good so far. Still not the same. So. Um, we'll see how it works. Uh, Adam, last one here before we let you go, and, and I'm not you know, asking you to report something, but I'm just curious, do, do you have a, uh, a name or two for us to keep an eye on that could be one of the bigger splash uh, names moved at the NFL trade deadline uh, tomorrow by 2 p.m. Mountain? You know, here's the thing that I think people forget is, look, la- you know, the, two years ago, the NFL, uh, before the deadline, we saw Von Miller, Created from Denver, Zach Ertz, Stephon Gilmore. We saw last year Christian McCaffrey, Calvin Ridley, TJ Hawkinson, Bradley Chubb from Denver, Roquan Smith, Kadarius Tony, Jeff Wilson Jr. This year already, this year already, right? We've seen Kevin Bayard, Nicole Hardman, Randy Gregory, JC Jackson, Chase Claypool, Leonard Williams, and just now Contavia Street. That's seven players already this year. Mm. Like seven. Mm. That's a lot of trades in any year. Yeah. So I, I don't know how many more there are to be had. Teams are more aggressive than ever before, but you know the fact of the matter is is that uh, we've already seen a lot of action. It wouldn't shock me if we saw another deal or two, but we've already gotten plenty of deals here. Yeah, and 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 Adam, really quick before we we let you go because we know you're busy, but do you have a hypothesis of why NFL trade deadlines have become more active here um, in recent memory? Because it, it it didn't feel like it used to be like this. No, well, I think we've seen a younger breed of GMs. For one thing, I think we've seen teams have success doing it. For another thing, right, the Rams won the Super Bowl trading for Von Miller uh, for starters. Then last year, um, we saw the Chiefs trade for Gadarius Toney. The 49ers had McCaffrey. They were two of the better teams in the league. Um, so teams see that they can upgrade their roster. They've seen others do it. They've seen teams win Super Bowls. And they're like, you know what? Nothing wrong with being bold and aggressive. So it's a copycat league. We've seen teams have success, and we're seeing them have it again. Adam, our listeners love hearing your voice on the fan. Thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. We'll talk next week. All right, awesome. That was our ESPN NFL insider, Adam Schefter. Thanks to Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views.